Welcome to the Campus Outreach Podcast, where we want to equip you to make your college years count for eternity. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And today on the Campus Outreach Podcast, we are continuing our series of having impact this fall, and we are bringing back my friend who helped us start the podcast a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, excuse me, Mr. Joel Ledbetter. Joel, hey, how you doing? what's going on? Glad to be back again. Amen, brother. Amen. You did such a good job last time uh, in talking about you know meeting and reaching new students. We we had to bring you back on for <laughs> this one, man. Um, it's it's the fall semester. Things are things are wild on all of our campuses. Uh, maybe all of our campuses here in Campus Outreach Birmingham have started by now. Maybe not Sanford. They tend to start a little later than most of our schools. But there's a lot of just exciting things happening um, this semester. The question I have for you, Joel, before we kind of get into our topic, you know, we, we usually like to have some sort of fun question to start. Um, how much pizza have you had on campus so far? I mean, you've probably ate on-campus dining most days so far this semester. Yeah, absolutely. It's- <laughs> Typically, I'm definitely eating there for pretty much lunch every every day of the week. Every day for lunch. So, talk. Let let me ask you this: between Barry, where you went to school and you worked for a couple mm-hmm. years, and West Georgia, who mm-hmm. had the better on campus dining? Let's settle this right now. That is a really tight one because so the way I think about it though is is Barry really just has one dining hall and West Georgia has two dining halls. Okay, and so. There is one dining hall at West Georgia that is superior. We all know it. It's the Z6. Amen. <laughs> and, Amen. Uh, they have the home cooking. There's just something special about it. But Your cell say, phone doesn't work because there's no service in <laughs> yeah. there. It's just a great place. <laughs> you're just very present because you're not distracted by your phone. <laughs> and uh, you can just enjoy the quality food. Mm. Um, at Barry, though, you know, it is private school. There's a, just a little bit more funding that maybe comes in for the smaller population. Right. So I, I do think it's, it's on par. I mean, it's pretty good with Z6. It's, it's on par with Z6. I, I'd say they're about the same. So East Commons at West Georgia is definitely the nicer <laughs> building, the nicer mm-hmm. dining hall. But I'm with you, man. The food at the Z6, it's so underrated. Nobody wants to, nobody yeah. wants to admit it, man. Nobody but wants to admit it. I like these comments. I like the vibe of these comments for sure. Man, back when I was a freshman, you had to walk. I mean, I lived on the complete opposite end of the Z6. And if you wanted food, mm-hmm. you'd have to, I mean, if the buses weren't running, you'd have to walk all the way over if you didn't have a car. So, mm-hmm. so we made that walk plenty of times. Um, Good exercise. Yeah, I should probably still do some more of that. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into our topic. We're continuing our series, Having Impact This Fall. And today we are going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, our topic is healthy balance of a busy semester. Mm-hmm. So, Joel, you know, the fall semester is just so frantic, you mm-hmm. know, uh, whether it starts at the beginning of August or later in August or again, maybe even September. The months of August and most of September usually feel kind of like a whirlwind, right? And I think a mm-hmm. lot of our students experience this and probably feel sometimes overwhelmed, sometimes really busy. Have you kind of seen this over the years? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the number one thing that we all love to say. It's almost like this badge of honor almost when someone asks you, hey, T-Roll, how are you doing? <laughs> I, I didn't and, know where you were going. They say, yeah. they say, I'm, I'm good, doing man. good. I've just been so, so busy. busy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Everyone right. says that. Dude, yeah. I mean, I, I say that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I feel that. And I think that's probably why this topic is so... Mm-hmm. Uh, so fitting to kind of mm-hmm. discuss now because even if we're not that busy, 
we just feel busy. Yeah. Right? And, you know, there's definitely two ditches that you can fall into when it comes to busyness. You can be overcommitted or you can be undercommitted. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, think about undercommitted for a second. I mean, you probably, if you were undercommitted, you know, you probably have lots of free time. Um, you probably have the capacity to do more things. You haven't been very intentional with your time. So hmm. you might look at your schedule if you have one. <laughs> and, sorry. You, okay? you might look at your schedule <laughs> if you have one and and look and just see a lot of white space. Hmm. You know, maybe you just have your classes. All right, so maybe you wake up like around, you know, an early time, like, 11 a.m. Yeah, early, grab a, super early. Grab an early <laughs> lunch, you know, at 12, <laughs> one class at 3, and then some sort of, like, meeting mm-hmm. that evening at, like, 7. Yeah, I think you can pretty much gauge how busy you are <laughs> based on how much Netflix you're watching. You know, we so. kind of poke fun, but, like, you know, the reality is it's just, like, in your mind. Like, I think it's just, I don't know if it's just, like, us as, you know, Americans. Like, mm-hmm. you just, it, it almost doesn't matter how much white space you have on your calendar kind of mm-hmm. like you mentioned it mm-hmm. it just feels like this i just feel busy like when i was a freshman mm-hmm. i would be the guy who slept in until you know mm-hmm. 11 if i had my first class at two like i'm not waking up before 12 or mm-hmm. it, excuse me i'm not waking up before yeah <laughs> before 11 at least <laughs> i used to tell my grandmother that like you know i would have breakfast around like noon and i'd have lunch around like 6 p.m. and then i'd have dinner around like 1 or 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. and i used to joke that the only thing that was different was that just wherever the sun was you know cuz i'd yeah. be going to bed late and i'd be sleeping in but i i thought i was just really busy mm-hmm. as a freshman and you know turns out i didn't really know much about life at the time um, i mean it just depends on how old you are you know like there's different <laughs> Like, it's all relative, right? So, you know, when you look back at your kindergarten days as a, as a college student, you would never say that you were busy. Sure. <laughs> like, but in the moment, you might you feel, feel that. Right. You might experience that, yeah. But, but like, there's also a, a sense of, you know, objectively speaking, you could look at someone's calendar and their lifestyle and get an idea whether or not they are undercommitted or overcommitted, mm-hmm. like you said. Yeah. So, you know, my guess is a lot of people listening maybe to this podcast – aren't maybe a lot of people are more overcommitted than undercommitted yeah but i do think you know there are people Mm -hmm. who probably are maybe playing a little playing it a little too safe at times with their time and with their schedule yeah um Mm -hmm. but that's a good one yeah there's certainly probably more people though who would fall into our second ditch which is being overcommitted yeah why don't you talk about that a little bit yeah i mean how do you know how do you know if you're overcommitted um you know, I was this kid in high school. Um, I went to Ooh, flashback. You know, Tell us. So I was I was going to FCA. Our church had like a little Bible study every you know Wednesday morning or something like that. I was involved with multiple clubs. You know, and um, I remember. And then I was also going to youth group. I remember my youth director in high school looked at me and was like, "You are overcommitted." And, and I see students. Um, at school, a lot of times, you know, they'll say yes to a hundred different things and they're not necessarily bad things, but you can see it on their face they're, you know, they're exhausted. Right. Um, you know, they're doing, maybe they're doing young life. Maybe they're doing campus outreach. Maybe they're doing <laughs> Bible study, you know, on involved their with three or four different ministries yeah, they're and clubs. With, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're an athlete on top of that or in a fraternity sorority, you know, they're, they're just 
very, very involved. And he's like, like I said, these aren't necessarily bad things, but, um, you know, busyness um, is, is just so, temp- so tempting to be a part of. And, hmm. um, but, you know, Jesus doesn't call us to a life of busyness. He calls us to a life of intentionality and rest. Mm. So hold up. Hold up. Say it again, Joel. <laughs> yeah, we, you guys need to hear this. Um, <laughs> Jesus doesn't call you to a life of busyness, but he calls you to a life of intentionality and rest. Mm. So, man, uh, I, I need you to flesh it out a little more, man. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you, why don't you kind of tell us, like, why do people tend to get so busy? Why, why, do we, why do we as humans tend to overcommit? Yeah, I mean, we, we tend to overcommit because uh, it's just easy to say yes to things, right? Um, okay. If you find yourself saying, I'm busy a lot, you know, you might, um, here's the, I think, what's underneath that. Um, you might, and I could be wrong on this, but you might be trying to find your, your significance, your identity, in being busy. Yeah, or maybe your fulfillment. Mm-hmm, your busy. fulfillment. Yeah. You're trying to find satisfaction from a full schedule. Or um, the question I think you really need to ask yourself is who are you being busy for? Hmm. And who are you performing for? Um, is it man? Is it, you know, is it your friends? Is it your parents? Is it maybe your future employers? You know, like this sense of like, who are you trying to busy yourself for? Um, and maybe I think yourself. a lot of our, yeah, maybe it's yourself. And, you know, a lot of us, I think, find our identity in our work. And this is, you know, post-college for sure, but even in college, you know, your work as a student, uh, maybe an athlete or mm. being involved is like we can find so much of our self-worth Um, in these things, our significance in these things. Um, If busyness is what, like, proves your worth before others, you know, the the question, though, is, like, how much is enough? How will you know know when you've done enough? Like, how will you know um, when you have performed enough, you've joined enough clubs, you've done enough (laughs) good things, um, and the answer is just obvious. Like, you won't know. Um, yeah. And, you know, Jesus, he didn't die on the cross so that you could try to earn his favor by being busy. You know, he doesn't want your performance. He wants you. He wants you. Hmm. Dang, Joel, you need to slow down over there with all these mic drops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you know, man, I, and I think what's so crazy is I don't think if everyone's gut level honest, like that we love being so busy that we're like overly stressed, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone says they're busy. I say I'm busy all the time. And there are certainly times when I'm busier than other times. Mm-hmm. But hang with me here. Let me know if this makes sense. If not, just tell me and I might go back <laughs> and delete all this. But I think it's, it's the times when I really truly am too busy. Like I'm mm-hmm. like legitimately, objectively speaking, overly committed and someone could even come to me and be like, T-Roll, you're going way too fast right now. You need to slow down. Those times aren't actually enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will always feel overwhelmed at some point, even if for yeah. the first half of it, you feel like you're super productive. And I think that's a big part of it. People mm-hmm. want to feel productive. So if, I'm, if i got a busy schedule, if I'm getting things done, 
like I can feel productive and it almost feels like I'm, you know, this is the best way to do life. Mm -hmm. But I really like how you talked about Jesus calls you to live a life of intentionality and rest. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's something that for all of our, all the people who listen, staff, students, whoever, this time of the year, in August, September, the fall, it just, it can get overwhelming at times, you know? Um, And we don't want, we don't want anyone to live such a frantic lifestyle where they can't even make it to their, to their own bed at night because they're so Mm -hmm. tired, they're so overwhelmed, you know? I'm kind of going on a tangent, Joel. Maybe you should say something. No, yeah, I hear (laughs) you. No, I hear you. I mean, it it is like, I love how you defined it and just like the, you know, it's a life-sucking thing. Mm. You know, it's, you're going to be drained. If you, if you are truly busy, you're overcommitted, you're going to be tired, you know, emotionally, you're going to be tired physically. Right. And you're probably going to be drained spiritually too. And, Mm. you know, you're going to be, you're avoiding the thing that you need the most. So maybe I'm, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, Luke 10, for example, so Luke 10, 38 through 42, uh, we, we see this picture of what Jesus is inviting us to. You know, we have a, these two sisters, Martha and Mary. Martha is serving, but she's described as being distracted. You know, she's serving, she's doing things. Um, she would be the busy one, um, but she's described, described as being distracted and um, she approaches Jesus to complain about her sister Mary not serving. Hmm. And what's Mary doing? You know, she is sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening to his teaching. Hmm. And, uh, and Jesus affirms her. And, and he calls Martha to, to do the same. And, yeah. and so he's inviting us into a life of rest in him uh, to give up being distracted and really sit at his feet and uh you know we can be distracted by so many good things right Right. and be so distracted by many good things but um the way that jesus uh, invites us to he says do the things that um, are most important you know and so do do the things that are most important okay so what about this man you got any tips on I mean, what are the things that are most important? You got any tips on just like helping people, helping our students, our listeners, like f- have a frame of reference for what is most important? Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- simply put, the most important thing in your life is your relationship with God, and then your your relationship with your neighbor. I mean, Jesus calls us to that, you know, to love God with all of our heart our mind, our strength, our soul, to love your neighbor as yourself. And, um, you know, when, when he's talking to these two sisters and he's inviting them to do the thing that matters the most, it's, it's sitting with him. It's sitting at his feet, listening to his teaching. And so if you feel like you are in a place where you're like, I am really overwhelmed, I'm busy. Um, I mean, I think the the question that you need to really wrestle with is like, what are you busy with? You know? Um, and the, the question that I really ask college students a lot of times is, um, 
you know, the one thing that is necessary, that's the phrase that Jesus uses when he talks about sitting at his feet, hmm. is the one thing that is necessary is to spend time with him. And, and uh, a lot of times when we think about our schedule, we try to fit in our time with Jesus right. into our schedule. Right. But I think what Jesus really wants is for you to build your schedule around your relationship with him mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. trying to fit him in the cracks of your day. Um, and so um, maybe your next question is, well, what does that look like? <laughs> so, Joel, <laughs> what does that look like? <laughs> I'm just anticipating there. But, you know, really simply put, um, one of the things I felt like God was calling me to um, a year ago um, was to meet with him first. Uh, and a lot of my job is I meet with people and help them grow spiritually. But if I'm going to do that well, if I'm going to impact others, I need to meet with Jesus first. Like, I need to meet with him first and foremost. I need to be filled with the Spirit in order to overflow to others. And um, and so do you build your schedule around your time with God, or do you build your time with God around your schedule? Yeah, and you know what, man? I think there's a lot of people that could relate to just kind of having that conflicting thought of, like, am I actually squeezing in time with God, mm-hmm. or is, is this kind of a priority? Is this the priority, right? And I think if you, if you ask yourself that, that could really kind of give you a, uh, a window into kind mm-hmm. of your soul and where you're at and how you're doing and maybe even how busy you feel, Joel. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it starts there. It starts with your daily just time with God. <clears throat> and... I mean, I think there's some also things that are really significant and things that are necessary for you as a college student. Um, discipleship. It's you need people who are in your life and holding you accountable, speaking truth to you, reminding you of the gospel on a regular basis. And so um, when you think about building your schedule, um, you want to put into these foundation blocks, you know, foundational blocks of time. You know, when, when am I going to meet with Jesus? When am I going to meet with uh, my brothers or my sisters in Christ to, who are going to be pouring into me? Where am I going to be pouring out? And then you have the obvious things as a college student, you know. Your, maybe it's your job on campus. Maybe it's your, your classes if you go to those. Um, those are good things to go to. Um, but... I mean, I think a lot of people try to build their schedule in, in a way that is, is not um, leading to rest. It's good. And, you know, the, the, this is so fitting because in the, in the fall, man, especially right now, everyone has, I don't know, it's, we're not quite at midterms yet, right? But, you know, you're starting to have homework. You're starting to have assignments, probably have some shifts at work if you have a job. But there's also just things people want to do. They want to go have fun. They want to go to events. They want to be with friends. They mm-hmm. want to do fun things, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah you should do that. And, and you should do that. Right, exactly. Um, but I think it's just we've seen this. I've felt this before. You have been working with CEO now for seven years. I think I'm in year seven as well. And there's just, a, I don't know, there's just times in the fall where it's felt like too much. And I think one of the things that has helped is just asking that question, am I building my life 
around my time with God, or am I trying to squeeze them in? And I really do think that... It's like a diagnostic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a diagnostic. And, and I really do think there's a way to be committed enough. You know, like we talked about the two ditches of being overcommitted or undercommitted. I mean, I think it's about being committed to the right things and the right people. Um, and so it's like start with your commitment with God, work your way down from that, you know, who, who are going to be the people that are pouring into me? Who are the people I'm pouring out to? Um, mm, so good. And you want to, f- I mean, this, this podcast is about making your college years count for eternity. Um, if you want to have an internal impact, you're going to have to spend your time um, with people and being intentional. Hmm. Amen. That is exactly what this podcast is about, Joel. Is it? It is. Making your college years count for eternity. <laughs> Amen. Uh, Joel, you got any other tips or anything Anything else you want to say before we kind of close shop here? No pressure. I mean, <laughs> no pressure, but, I mean, the, the passage that I feel like I keep coming back to um, on a regular basis with, with students, with our staff, just even personally is, you know, Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. So if you are in a season where you're like, I'm exhausted, your exhaustion, your burden, your, the heaviness that you may feel is actually what qualifies you to come to Jesus. That's the people that Jesus loves the most, is those who come to him and, and lay their burden before him. So if you're in a season of busyness um, and you're wrestling with this, um, stop what you're doing, stop this podcast, and go and just meet with Jesus. Come. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. And then maybe turn the podcast back on to, to hear this excellent outro. Uh, just want to remind all of our listeners to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. We really do appreciate it. And if this has been helpful for you or if any of the previous episodes has been helpful for you, we want to encourage you to share this podcast with some of your friends. Maybe it can bless them as well. If you have any ideas um, or suggestions or for you know different topics for us to cover, We'd love for you to share that with us. Um, Yeah, we want to make this thing bigger. We want to make this thing better. And uh, we want to glorify God while doing so. With all that in mind, for my very good friend, Joel Ledbetter, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for another episode of the Campus Outreach Podcast. Take care.